Didi. Chris. What's up, man? What's up? <laughs> Bro, this would not, we had not, would not have started the podcast this way had you not had to run and grab a brew before we recorded. Good luck. But thank goodness for that. I was scrolling through Twitter when you were going to the fridge. Okay. And came across a, he- a banger of a headline. And we're going to both like absorb this together because I haven't clicked to read any deeper. <laughs> okay. Dolly Parton is starring in a musical about Taco Bell's Mexican pizza <laughs> that will premiere on TikTok later this month. There are so many layers to this this headline. What am I? <laughs> Listen, you've known me for a long time. It takes a lot for me to not have anything to say. <laughs> we need to let's break this down bit by bit. Okay, please. So first off, like if you hear Dolly Parton is starring in a musical. Okay. Like that's ran that's random that's random. It is, but it like you know makes some sense. Sure, yeah. So yeah. So okay, that that first part one for one. Starring in a musical about Taco Bell's Mexican pizza. Have you had Taco Bell's Mexican pizza? I I have not. Is it? I like I haven't either. But apparently it's. It's special enough to get its own musical. <laughs> and then that musical will premiere on TikTok later this month. We're premiering musicals on TikTok. And apparently that's a legitimate enough of a platform for one of country music's greatest stars of all time to appear. I, I mean, Dolly Parton is a, a legend, uh, uh, but... Uh, Mexican pizza and TikTok and Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, wow. The, the, the subtext to this adds intrigue. Uh, it says the musical inspired by an exchange between Doja Cat and TikTok star Victor Kunda will be released a week after Mexican pizza returns to Taco Bell's menu. Doja Cat, Dolly Parton, Taco Bell, Mexican pizza. Wow. The musical. On the TikTok. musical. <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. This is the best thing I've ever heard. I can't <laughs> wait to break this down scene by scene. However long this thing is. Oh, yeah, because we haven't really like we've done some okay movies that you've seen that we haven't. Right. We've done those. The, the, the last thing, though, that we really broke down bit by bit was, I don't know, The Last Dance. And yeah. before that was probably like the OJ show. Oh, that's true. So naturally, <laughs> the next thing that we're going to rate scene by scene is going to be the Taco Bell Mexican pizza musical featuring Dolly Parton. Uh, 100%. This is must-see whatever. This is must-see TikTok. Not must-see TV. <laughs> must-see TikTok. I'm ready. I, oh, man. Wow. Oh, I can't wait. I'm ready. This is like brunch breakdown like all over it. It's got music. <laughs> it's got... It's, it's music. It's musical. It's food. It's everything that we are about and it, it really is the like the trifecta and like nbc news tweeted this when i scrolled like when, sometimes you just see a headline that, that stops yes. you and i thought that was a joke and then i saw it was nbc news and i mean the replies to this are fantastic if you get a <laughs> chance go check them out um my favorite is show this headline to someone in 2015 and they think we lost our minds <laughs> And that's what I thought. I was like, ah, the the landscape of like media and musicals and how people consume things is so different. Like, <laughs> it's. I, I mean, 
<sighs> wow. I am. I can't wait. When is this coming out? Um, it's at a week after Mexican pizza. It's at later this month because apparently Mexican pizza is going to be reintroduced to the Taco Bell menu. And then a week after the Mexican pizza lands on that menu, Dolly Parton's going to be singing about it. Okay. So I'm, so I'm assuming this is going to be around Memorial day weekend is what I'm assuming we're getting ready for. Yeah. Let me see if I can find a date because this is important. Um, yeah, it's hashtag Mexican pizza, the musical. Okay. Which honestly, again, like if you go back to 2015, <laughs> sounds like a musical, uh, we would have written <laughs> um, Mexican pizza, the hashtag Mexican pizza, the musical just sounds like, remember when Twitter used to just have like random trends all the time and everyone <laughs> would just like, you know, send out their thoughts on the hashtag, like all the time. Like those are like all my tweets from like 2011 on certain right. days. It's just like random hashtag that was like trending on Twitter or whatever. And that yeah. sounds like that. It does. It 100% does. Um, 526, May 26th, Taco Bell has announced that it's, they said it's really happening. Tune in live on TikTok. <laughs> May 26th. Well, you know what else is really happening? The brunch breakdown, which (laughs) I guess we should officially start it right now because, oh my God, I don't even know what to do right now after that. I think we should just end it, maybe. I don't know. No, we have to keep going. Okay, yeah, we'll keep going. What's up? It's Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris is in Pittsburgh and Dan is um doing wedding stuff, which I assume he's probably going to be doing next week. So it's probably going to be us too also. Yeah, we'll find out. I don't know. Like the kids got appointments on appointments. Yes, all the appointments with all the people. If you ever plan a wedding, you know what he's going through right now. And I don't envy him. I'm happy I just get to show up on Friday and drink. So that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, it is the brunch breakdown. And today on the show, we're going to be talking Tom Brady. We're going to be talking parenting because guess what? Both dads are here. So it's dad brunch today on the show. And also we're going to talk about smuggling drugs. Yeah. Smuggling drugs. We're going to talk about <laughs> it's dad too. brunch. So guess what we're talking about? That's right. Smuggling drugs with the dads. Let's go. All right. Let's get it started. Uh, let's get random topics. I'll actually, wait, before we do that, Dan always lets us know where to find the brunch breakdown. I don't do it as well as him. Chris, you try. Let everybody know where you can find a brunch breakdown. Yeah, I'm going to save Dan some characters because I've listened to him say it enough. And like, I feel like he can, he can really save a lot of his energy for the show by just saying like, if you want to follow us on social media, we're on literally every platform, right? Just search for the brunch breakdown. And if you want to listen to this podcast and get the episodes every week, we're on literally every platform. (laughs) So just search for the brunch breakdown. Like that's all you have to do. If you Google brunch breakdown, a bunch of shit's going to come up and probably your favorite platform is going to be there. So just give us a follow. Bam. I love it. That's perfect. Thank you. I am perfect. Yeah, Yeah, you are perfect. Dan, get better at your job. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now let's get some random topics off our chest. Chris, you weren't here last week, so get it off your chest. Go for it, sir. All right. I, um, this is, well, this is what this topic is. This, this segment is for is just to be random. Right. And like, I, I, I think, first of all, I have a problem with the, the names that professional sports teams have changed their names to like, I totally get why like the Washington Redskins are no longer the Redskins. The Cleveland Indians are no longer the Indians. Totally get that. And none of this is like, Oh, let's be upfront at the beginning. Not saying that, that they should have kept the names. What I am saying though, is that the names they chose one, they suck. Okay. It's like the guardians and the commanders, which sound like, I don't know, XFL football teams. They, it sounds stupid. And then, but like my bigger problem is I don't like the way that the media is just like using those names, like nothing, like, like we're supposed to understand what they are. Like I tuned into sports center today while I was lifting and they were like, oh yeah, the commanders are good. I think the commanders are going to have a good season. I'm like, the who, what, what sport and what team are we talking about? We can't just like off the roll it off the tongue. Like it's a normal, I think for at least like the next couple of years, there should be like a spoken asterisk where you say like the commanders who used to be this team that you remembered from decades and decades and now chose a shitty name. That's what I think that everybody should have to say. Um, I don't like them. I don't like that. We're just supposed to, people are just like suggesting we're supposed to accept it. They could change their names. That's fine. 
but they changed their names to stupid names. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to use them. I want to keep saying Washington football team because that was way better than the commanders. Okay. And the guardians, I don't, we have friends in Cleveland, Didi. Like they explained that it's like the bridges and there's like statues and shit. It's just stupid. And I don't like them and I don't respect them. And that's what I wanted to get off my chest today. I agree with you 100% because what I realized during the era of the Washington football team was that maybe the the clubs in England, the soccer teams and all that, they know what they're doing. <laughs> I liked Washington football team. I was like, I actually enjoy this. How about we just stop with the mascots? I don't need any more. I don't need another gator. I don't need another, you know, bullfrog or buffalo or whatever. I don't need any of that. <laughs> We're done. We've heard them all. Just say Washington football team, Washington FC, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. Why, like, I honestly, by the time it came to, because we did this for like two years with the with the Redskins, it felt like. So, yeah. and I was kind of used to it and I didn't hate it. So I'm just like, why not? Like the soccer teams, they got it right. I used to make fun of them for that all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, real original. Good job. No, no, they were right. Like just call it a team or a club. Yeah. Yeah. I, Cleveland, the Indians, they should be Cleveland baseball team. Yep. That's it. It'd be infinitely better than what they chose. Yes. Seriously. And I, I would like probably it. buy their merch because it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. Well, here's what I got to get off my chest. Um, I, I hope I don't offend anyone. So here's <laughs> We're off to a good start. Here we go. <sighs> Mother's Day posts on mm. social media. Mm. I have noticed as the a lot of my friends have kids now. Like I'm 37 years old. Most of my friends have kids now. So that's not an odd thing or whatever. So I see all these people posting and I'm like <sighs> it felt like people were trying to outdo each other with the big words that they were using to describe <laughs> their wife or girlfriend whatever m- mother of their kids whatever. And I just was like, you could just say happy Mother's Day and post a photo. Because some people were saying things that I was like, you know, you as a guy who is not a mother, who did not deliver a kid, shouldn't be talking about watching uh, your wife grow as a mother. What do you know about being a mother? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) To me, that is insulting. (laughs) (laughs) your wife who's gone through all this stuff has no idea what's going on and is just learning on the fly just like you are and you're like watching you grow as a mother so that means you're saying that she was down here a few months ago and now she's she's working her way up to being all right and i'm like chill guys you're you're doing too much on mother's day just make your posts and just say happy Mother's Day. I love you. Whatever you gave me these two great kids, and just end it. You don't need to try to be a Hallmark greeting card. You don't need to do that. Let the professionals do that. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I just was. It was hilarious just watching people. And honestly, for me, who didn't post on Mother's Day, so I guess that means I hate my wife and my family. And I didn't post. And it was mainly because I just watched so many people do it. I just don't want to do it. When I see so many people post something, I just don't want to do it anymore. It's like yeah. a it's like a TikTok trend dance. It's like, oh, that's a cool dance. Then I see a million people do it. And I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll save it for myself. I don't need to, <laughs> I don't need to do that. Like I'm good. I don't need to join the fray. But I had to get it off my chest. Uh yeah, the Mother's Day posts, guys. Like, oh, wait, and one other thing with that. Women, you don't need to post on Mother's Day. Don't feel the pressure to post on Mother's Day. I saw people posting about how they felt pressure to post on Mother's Day with their post for Mother's Day. Guys, you don't have to do it. Social media is not that important. It's just not. Like, it, it's really not that important. You don't have to post on these days just because everyone else is doing it. It's not that important. It's not. Don't feel pressure to do it. I'm 100%, 100% with you. I, like, I didn't make a Mother's Day post either. And quite frankly, like, I've always thought the dynamic of that is weird where you're like telling your wife happy mother's day. And she's like sitting on the other side of the couch from you. Like, just <laughs> say it to her. You know what I mean? Like what if you obviously already said it to her. So why do you have to like post about, I don't know. I don't get it. Like I, I'm very happy that my wife and I, we don't need to like, we don't need the validation of that. You know what I mean? 
like Katie does not need me to post to feel like she's appreciated as a wife and as a mother, you know, like she gets that regularly from me. So we don't have to, but it is, it's like, it's a competition with everybody. And it's like one of those, those holidays are very much cause like, you know, father's day is part of it. Um, Valentine's day is part of it where it's like the pinnacle of social media in that social media is like a highlight reel. Yeah. You know, and life is not a highlight reel. So I feel no, I feel no desire to participate in it. And I think it's, I don't know, like you do get that. I do get sometimes that like, Oh, well, should I post because everybody else is posting, but it's like, no, I don't need to like, I, we're doing stuff all day together. I don't need to, why would I take time out of my day to post? It's just, yeah, I hate it. Yeah. It's like, I, <laughs> I don't feel the need to post. And if you do it, that's fine. Do what you want. I just don't understand people talking about the pressure and all these big words that you never use. And some of these people, I know you, I know these words are not in your vocabulary. I just know they're not like, it's, it's fine. I just know they're not in your vocabulary. I don't know why you break them out on these special holidays, but yeah, like we went out to breakfast, like, I, we uh, exchanged gifts. We built the kids, a freak, we built the kids a freaking jungle gym outside. So now Sersha thinks that Mother's Day means that she gets presents. So she's <laughs> in the jungle gym playing. She's like, happy Mother's Day. Going down the slide, <laughs> happy Mother's Day. And we're just like, we've been trying to get you to say happy Mother's Day all week. I've been trying to get you to say it all week. And then you finally say it while you're with your present that we built on Mother's Day. So yeah, this is a weird thing. I had to get off my chest. <laughs> All right. Well, it is now Brews Day, and I will get it started here. Uh, guys, this beer is called Kook Slams IPA. That's right. Kook Slams IPA from Duck Foot Brewing. What is happening on that can? <laughs> There's a guy, what's he? Uh, he's, got a, he's got a scooter. And he's he's chugging a beer. I don't know that that's legal, but okay. I don't think this is legal because this looks like one of those motorized joints. And uh, yeah, I don't think that's uh, like a Segway situation. So I don't think this is legal, but uh, this beer is uh, really good. Uh, Duckfoot Brewing, West Coast style IPA it is bold. It is good. I don't have all the nice words to say that Dan has. That's okay. Man, oh man, it's good. And Cheers. I enjoy a good beer. Yes, I enjoy a good beer. <laughs> when Dan listens to this and hears that, he's going to be so mad. It's going to be like, but tell me more about the beer. <laughs> tell me more. Um, the one I have this week is a repeat. Uh, it mm-hmm. is from my favorite brewery, Race Grain. The Mellow Rillo. It's the Mellow Yellow kind of uh, fusion uh, hazy IPA. And I'm going to be honest with you, Didi. The, Part of the reason I picked this is because it is only 4.9 ABV. I have been feeling the effects of like one beer on my sleep lately. Dude, I had one beer on Friday night, one beer on Saturday night, one beer on Sunday night, just one. And like my sleep got progressively worse over the weekend. And I'm just like, the weekend is where I'm supposed to get the good sleep. What? This is ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to try because, you know, the playoffs are on with hockey and I want to watch it, enjoy a drink. I'm going to try the lower ABV ones because some of the IPAs I like are like eight-ish, nine-ish. And that, you know, that's almost like two beers worth of alcohol and one beer. So we're pulling it back. On a on a what is it Tuesday night? I always I forget what night we record now. Uh, and gonna have a little bit of a lighter IPA tonight. Smart move, yeah. smart move there. Because I will say the heavier IPAs just like they mess me up too. If I'm just drinking one and then going to sleep, like I gotta, yeah. I feel like I have to give myself time. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I can't just like drink it at like eight and then like I know I'm gonna go to sleep at like ten or something like that. It's like. Uh, yeah, I imagine there's something to that because I'm probably not supposed to drink that much alcohol. <laughs> right, right. At that time and then just go lay down. So, yeah. yeah. So, cheers, my friend. Cheers. Happy birthday. And that's your Chris Gates Fitness Tip of the Week. <laughs> yeah. Keep <laughs> drinking. Just scale it back a little bit. Yeah, just scale it back a little bit. 
Yeah. Have a Corona. <laughs> yeah. 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 Leave the milkshake malts to something else. To steal, to steal City Dan. Let him. Have yeah. It. To steal City Dan. All right. So let's get into the main menu. Uh, Chris, you brought this up to me today about parenting and about our kids and uh-huh. how their lives are different. What made you uh, want to bring this up? Go for yes. it. So I have just, <laughs> as my oldest, who is getting close to two, almost two, a few months away. Very close. Yeah. As she is getting older and learning to do more things and learning to say more words and speak to us, <laughs> I'm learning how distinctly different childhood is now as compared to when we grew up. And it is in one particular way that has made my mind snowball in so many different directions. But do you have a, um, like an Alexa at home? Mm -hmm. I have noticed that like my daughter, because of the Alexa, (laughs) she thinks she can just like yell whatever she wants and it's going to happen. Could you imagine us doing that as children? If I just like declared what I wanted, my parents would be like, shut up. Like, what do you think you're doing? But (laughs) Olivia, it's the, it's honestly cute. So I can't even be mad, but she's just like, she wants to hear Elmo. So she's just walk around the house, play Elmo, play out, you know, like over and over again in the car, she'll yell what she wants. Because like at that age, when you've seen it happen, on that piece of technology, you just think that like, that's, that's how life is. I just declare what I want and I get it. And it's unbelievable to me. And yeah, I just thought like it in so many ways, it is so dramatically different now and probably mostly driven by technology. Right. And how like kids are living as two and three-year-olds as compared to when we were two and three-year-olds. It's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's completely different because the Alexa thing or the Siri thing, because in my car, I have Apple CarPlay. So when I plug my thing in, Apple CarPlay comes up. So I'll say, hey, Siri, play this song. So my daughter from the back seat, when I'm playing something, I'm like, hey, it's dad's turn. Let's play this song. Um, she's in the back seat just yelling at the thing, just yelling, play Coco Melon, play Coco Melon, play Coco Melon play whatever, because she just sees us do it. So she thinks that like, that's just how it gets done. And she gets frustrated when she can't get Alexa or Siri to do what they want it to do. Like she just screams at the thing and she's saying it and it's like, yeah, and it's just not catching it or whatever. But sometimes it does. And I'm very terrified for that moment because then (laughs) they control the house. Oh yeah. They completely control the house. That's one thing that like, I guess I should ask somebody who has like older kids. It's like when the kid goes to like kindergarten, like when they're five years old or whatever, like they're going to be able to say, Alexa, play this. Alexa, turn the lights out. Alexa, do whatever. And I just wonder what that is like for people when your kids literally control your entire house. Uh, Yeah. Well, I I, then this is the stuff I think about and I kind of worry about, to be honest with you. (laughs) Cause like once she figures out how to say Alexa, it's over. Yeah, she can't say Alexa, but she can say play. And she knows the names of at least a few songs that she wants to hear. She doesn't articulate it very well, but I feel like she's not far from, yeah. she's not far from being there. And once we get there, it's a problem, you know, that's a problem. Yeah. Cause the thing is like, Sersha can say Alexa, but she doesn't say it like loud enough. Uh, so it's like, cause you know, like for us, it's like, we just say it and like, it all carries over, but like, she doesn't say it loud enough yet, but I know she knows how to say Alexa. And I try to shut it down at every moment, every moment. I'm just like, no, don't, nope, don't want to do it. Cause I just, I'm terrified of that moment Yeah, when she can just do anything she wants in the house at any time. Google needs to like develop a voice filter so that like, it can tell what person in the house is asking for something. And if it's the child, it just knows it's not allowed to play. it. I love that. I love that. You can do that with like the TV and stuff. Like you put like codes in. So yeah. like your kids can't like, you know, watch certain things or like order pay-per-views or whatever, which happened to us. Wait, that's a great <laughs> point. Like for a lot of things that you can do digitally, like 
you know, buying something on demand or like on Amazon or something like, like you need to enter a password or a pin, Mm -hmm. but like for this voice technology, what, what it, what filter is there? Dude, I don't know. I'm sure there's something, but like, I don't know what that is. I haven't had to, I haven't gone through that yet, but I imagine to people who have kids who are just slightly older than ours. Yeah. Like have to do that. We just have our remotes are like, you know, passworded up and all that because they can just press whatever button and then order Paddington bear three, you know, <laughs> and for 20 bucks or whatever. And we have no idea why that's on our bill. So yeah. Yeah. That happens all the time too. So that's another one that's like distinctly different from when we were kids. Oh my God. A lot of TVs didn't even have remotes when we were kids. Like I remember the first TV when we were really little was like part of a piece of furniture (laughs) and like it had a knob, you know what I mean? But like, like Olivia will sometimes get a hold of one of the remotes where like it doesn't turn on the TV, but it just operates the cable and like she'll be pressing buttons and then we'll turn the TV on. And she was like one step away from ordering something for $20. Cause you can, you, if the cable box is on, you can order whatever you want, but like, it, you don't know it. Cause the TV's not on. It's dangerous. It, there's dangerous stuff that can happen. Yeah. It's dude. It's so different. And another thing that's crazy, how crazy different is where it's like, I found out recently that the show on Nickelodeon called my brother and me only had seven episodes. They ran it for seven years. <laughs> Jeez. When there's a show that my daughter is done with, she goes on to the next thing. Yeah. So like we could watch reruns forever and had no idea. Like, I don't know how many episodes of Rugrats there are or Doug there are or like any of that. No idea how many episodes there are of that. There could be 10 for all I know. We watch the same ones over and over and over again. Like once she's done with something, it's like, all right, what's the next thing? All right, what's the next thing? Yeah. What's the, and it's all there. So that means she has like 800 different shows that she watches because it's all there. Like you go in the Netflix kid section, it's endless amounts of content or right. any, you know, anything that any streaming service that uses endless amounts of kids content. And I find that to just be so much different because our, we were like, it was whatever VHS you have, whatever DVD you have, like, that's what you got. Whatever show is on, that's what you got. And for yeah. her, it's like, nah, I'll watch five minutes of Coco Melon. Then I'll watch Mickey Mouse. Then I'll watch this. And it's like, how, how you, you can't no. just do it all even when you want to do it. It's crazy, but she can. Yeah, I struggle with that. Like, I think it's bad for adults, like the immediacy of, mm-hmm. of things. And so, like, I have to then by association think like it can't be good for kids to just <laughs> always be able to get the one thing that you want immediately. And you just have to essentially speak it into existence and it happens. Like, I don't, I don't know that that's a good, like, I don't know that humans were meant to operate that way in life. Like that's a little bit too much for me. Um, but like, I vividly remember when we had 27 channels, I remember 27 was like the last number. And I think that that was like Disney channel or something like that. Channel 27. Like I remember that. And like, I, I remember some channels on the TV stopped playing television like there like there were times in the middle of the night where it was just like static there was nothing on tv i remember that stuff and so it's crazy to think that like kids now never have to have that off moment with entertainment yeah and there's when my dad when we had Sersha, my dad was like oh it's so much you gotta was complain i was complaining about like her like getting up in the middle of the night or something i have to sit with her or whatever my dad was like it's so much easier for you guys. I don't even want to hear it. Sports center is on when your kid's crying, the American flag would come on when you or your sister were crying and the TV's just done. So you guys got up in the middle of the night. There was nothing to watch. You guys have endless amounts of things to watch whenever your kids up in the middle of the night. And I'm like, huh, never thought about that way. I guess that's a really good thing. <laughs> it, it is true. I, I do notice that sometimes like if, if, uh, you know, they wake up in the middle of the night. Like you can even just like, you have your phone right there and you just like turn on the flashlight and it's easy to walk into the room. Like <laughs> the steps that our parents probably had to go through to just like find a flashlight and then like make their way into the room or they had to cut the <laughs> lights on and then everybody wakes up, you know, like even little things like that are kind of crazy, but, um, it's true that like 
with things have been made easier for us, but I think like some of that ease doesn't make it easier long-term. We just haven't realized it yet. You know? No. Cause like they also didn't have kids like, and if this, now, now it starts to, I'm, I feel like I'm starting to sound like I'm complaining and I, I don't mean to sound like that, but like, I'm just like thinking into the future, like they didn't have cell phones that were connected to literally everything that you could have ever wanted. And like, so, so we didn't expect that, but like yeah. our kids already know when they grab the phone, all the things they can do with it. Yeah. Like, and so when they don't get it, then yeah. they get really, really pissed. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. The phone thing is wild, but I always look at it like, well, we can't control ourselves on our phones. Yeah. Yeah. So when you hand it to your kid to like, whatever, just for fun and whatever, and then she, you try to take it away from her, she loses her mind. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, that's what I look at your grandma doing on Facebook all the time. So like, I get it. Like yeah. if they can't handle it, then kids definitely can't handle it. If we can't handle it, kids can't handle it either. So it's right. it's such a weird thing, but it's also there's also this weird dynamic with them that's so much different than us, where they're always gonna be smarter than us. Where like it took a long time for us to be like smarter than our parents at something. Mm-hmm. Who was like, oh yeah, like we have computers, the internet, like whatever, but it took a long time. Like there's <laughs> yeah. gonna be something that comes out in a few years that like we are going to be asking our kids about where like anybody who's raised kids through this whole, the the past decade where it's like, they had to learn what Snapchat was, TikTok was, Instagram was all this stuff and like figure out what was going on and how people were bullying each other on this stuff and doing all this, whatever. And it's like, they're, your kids are telling you about this. Like you aren't finding out about it. You don't know what it is. And it's like, at some point that's going to happen to us. Like it's going (laughs) to be me and you calling us like, yo, uh, does Olivia say anything about this uh this this Snapchat thing or this whatever new thing that's happening? Like the metaverse? Is she in there? <laughs> like what's what's going on in the what's this metaverse thing about? Like I like I'm gonna be calling you asking you what's going on. You're gonna be calling me asking me what is happening, what this means, and we're gonna be like, I don't know. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That that is hundred percent true. Yeah, and like kind of like to what you just said about like us with our parents, like our parents had to physically walk us through how to do certain things. Whereas like now our kids could just like, if you need to learn how to build something, you can just look it up on YouTube and learn how to do it in five minutes. Yeah. Like that. The access to information is crazy. It's, it's wild. We were having trouble putting our car seat in. We're going through the uh, instructions and you looked up a video. I looked up a video on YouTube, random dude, not even, no, it wasn't like the, wasn't the Greco guy or the Nuna guy. No, it was just (laughs) a random dude in Idaho that was just like, here's how you put in this seat. And it was like, Oh, that's how you do it. Mm -hmm. Did it done. Yeah. (laughs) It's so different, dude. It's so, but it's good. But it's also just like, I don't know how it's all gonna, it's all it's it's so weird it's but pros it's and so cons. different yeah it's just different it's maybe not better or worse i do think there are some things that like clearly might be a problem <laughs> because yeah. they're they're a problem for people our age but like i don't know it's just wild and it all goes back to that like my daughter in the backseat just yelling play elmo song and I, she wasn't yelling at me she just thinks that she can state the thing that she wants into the atmosphere and it and and it happens crazy yeah. and then um i i hate to say this to you i don't want to burst your bubble but uh in about i don't know six months or so she will be yelling at you i know i'm <laughs> i'm really milking the whole dad's car doesn't play that song thing right oh now. good dude we, i i milked that for as long as i could yeah. i was like oh that's only a mommy's car that's uh-huh. only a mommy's car not daddy's car and she'd be like okay but then <laughs> at a certain point i'm telling you next yeah by christmas yeah by christmas she'll be in the back of the jeep letting you know what's playing like yeah. what is about to play I'll yeah. let you guys know when that moment happens, but we're yeah. uh, we're gonna keep it very hush hush. Yes, for the time being. as you should, as you should. <laughs> I don't want to mess. I wouldn't mess that up for you. <laughs> but uh, one good thing though, and this is something that I um, I'm I look. I don't like the screen time thing. I don't like putting the phone in front of her face, letting her watch stuff. I don't like that. But 
on a plane, it's the best thing in the world. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Like, it game changer. <laughs> like, she's occupied, and then she just falls asleep. She wakes up, turns back on Gabby's dollhouse or whatever the hell she's watching. And it's amazing on the plane. Oh, it's yeah. incredible. Well, I mean, that's what, like six hours you need to kill? Dude, yeah. Yeah. I don't care how long it is. Kids on flights are, listen, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. Well, you know how we're uh, big fans of long car rides. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, Katie's. You guys are like the Griswolds. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's parents uh, got us one of those. Um, it's not an iPad, but it's some other type of tablet that's like specifically for kids to watch shows. And yeah. that has been quite helpful during our long car rides. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. something our parents, I'm sure, uh, would have loved to have. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. Amazon, I think the, the Amazon Fire we have now, uh, because my friend Hat was like, listen, you, you got to get this. It's literally like $40. I think that might be the one we have. Yeah, it's $40. They can break it. They can throw it around. Who cares? Because the iPad, I get really nervous. I'm like, I don't like you touching it. We have like the craziest case. So then she does drop it, but I hate it so much. And now that we got this Amazon Fire thing for 40 bucks, I'm like, throw it up in the air. I don't care. <laughs> what do you do with it? Do what you want. It's amazing. Oh, man. <laughs> well, speaking of parenting, Tom Brady has... <laughs> Got another job, even though he's not done with the old job that he retired from and got back to. He's now going to be working for Fox Sports whenever he retires. What did you think when you saw this? Because I was like, I thought it was a joke. Like, I literally had to look and click on the Fox Sports, make sure it was verified, all that stuff. Because I honestly thought it was like just someone like trying to just, I don't know, make a quick headline off somebody who didn't fact check or something. My first reaction was to look at your Twitter account. <laughs> and I got exactly what I wanted because there was Didi with his, I don't know, bi-weekly Tom Brady hates his family tweet. And that's really what I was looking for. Well, am I wrong now? I understand if you doubted me before, but he has another job and he's not done with the job <laughs> that he has, but he's letting you know when he retires from this job that it seems that he's seemingly never retiring from, he's got another job that is going to keep him away from his family. There's no Fox sports in Tampa. He's not going to be doing that in Tampa. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I, it was like 375 million over 10 years. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, I know people that like say I'm making more in retirement than I did when I was working, but 375 million, 37.5 million a year in retirement dude. to just talk about football. Why the hell is he still playing? Dude, I, I don't understand. In, in this all goes to like what Troy Aikman and Joe Buck are making at ESPN to do Monday night football. They're making both like 25 million a year. Like Troy Aikman will have like has made more money broadcasting than he ever did playing football. And it's like, do I, I promise you, I don't care about the announcers that much. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I, it's, it's wild to me that all these networks are giving these guys so much money. It's like, I feel like if there's anything that we've realized in this country is that we will watch any type of football. We will watch it at any day of the week. It's just what we do here. We watch football at any time, any day, and it doesn't matter who's calling it. I don't know who called the Super Bowl. I don't know who. And they're giving these guys millions of dollars like that matters. I'm like, I don't know if the Monday night football game sucks. I'm not going to watch it because of joe buck i don't, I don't right know. or right. tom brady or whomever i don't care yeah i think uh like the only time the announcers matter is for like the smaller games it's not it's not for the bigger games because you're going to watch the bigger games regardless like i get pissed if like a game on ACC network has some shit brick announcer, that's terrible all the time. <laughs> I care about that, but I still watch the game. 
I still watch yeah. the game. Maybe I'll put the radio broadcast on, but I'm still tuned into that channel. You know what I mean? So yeah, you're right. Like we love football enough that it doesn't really matter. Like people, I know people hated when like Booger McFarlane was on uh, Monday Night Football. I can't remember who else was on that crew, but people really seemed to hate that. But like, did the ratings drop all that much? I think we just like hate watched it, right? Yeah, because it's football. I loved Booger on his cart. I wish they would have never got rid of him. They put him in the booth and it was like, this, I loved it when he was on that little cart, just going up and down. How much know what was happening? How much did you love uh, all the fans that paid to go to the games and they were pissed off because they couldn't see because <laughs> Booger would just park right in front of him. You pay all this money to sit like row two, at 50 yard line. And then you got Booger sitting in front of you for half the game. Oh, that was so funny. Dude. The best, the best, but yeah, like, and is, is Tom Brady going to be on a cart? His, his Tom okay, Brady... well, that's a game changer if he is. Okay, that's a game. I tune in for that. I tune in for that. All right, Fox, listen to us. Tom Brady on a cart because honestly, when has Tom Brady ever said anything that made you jump out of your seat? Yeah, that's the problem. And like, we've I had don't... 20 years of Tom Brady, 20 yeah. years for Tom Brady to make us be like, wow, right. Never once he'll eventually he'll, he'll every so often have like a TikTok that's kind of funny where he's like, yeah, the tuck roll, I might have fumbled it. But like, that's like one in a million. Yeah. I don't remember how I felt about Tony Romo. I remember being surprised at how good he was, but I feel like now everybody says they hate him because um, he like predicts the play and gets it right. And then he kind of ruins the game for, for everybody. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like Tom Brady is not all that interesting. I feel like he'll probably be fine at talking about football, uh, but it's not going to move the needle for me to like want to tune in because he's announcing. Yeah. Or doing some piece during the pregame show. I, I just don't know what, I, I guess, I don't know. Cause even if, it's because he can get you access to people you normally wouldn't talk to. Do I really want Tom Brady to interview someone? What's he going to ask some? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a I weird thing. I don't see the point. It's weird with like him and like, because he's so tight with all the other players. So it's not like he's going to ask hard hitting questions if they have somebody on to interview. Exactly. It's mostly going to be just like him, like waxing poetic with his friends. Yeah. I would like for him to interview his wife and his kids. And because I want to know who, because listen, maybe Tom Brady's annoying at home and maybe Giselle's like, you need to go get another job. <laughs> well, they, got, they have to be thrilled me. about the money, right? They have to be thrilled about that part. Yeah, dad, go work. Yeah, why not? Like, go work. Like, let's just be more rich than we already are because Giselle's super rich too. That's the right. thing. Yeah. It's like, God. I, I, but yeah, I think he hates his family and, or he's really annoying at home. He doesn't hate his family. His family's telling him to go away. Something's happening there. Yeah. Maybe he just doesn't add anything, you know, other than money, you know, cause like he's not that entertaining. Maybe he just doesn't have funny stuff to say, or he doesn't play around with the kids at home or something. And so there's like, yeah, you can go. Huh. Okay. I like that theory. I don't know. That's a, that's a different one. I like it. I'm a fan. <laughs> well, Chris, we are up against time. So let's get into what we're listening to, sir. Right. All right. Chris, you weren't here last week. So let's go to what you are listening to. What is happening, man? What's going on? Okay. What are you listening to? I am first and foremost listening to a band called Rationale. Okay. okay. And it is a combination of a couple uh, guys from the band Knuckle Puck and Dan Lampton, who used to be the front man for um, Real Friends. He is no longer the lead singer for Real Friends. I've always loved his voice. I thought his voice was perfect for Real Friends and, and the pop punk they sang. This band is not necessarily, it's, you know, it has some like vibes of Knuckle Puck and Real Friends, but it's much more like contemplative alternative rock. Um, but they're, album they released an album 2021 uh if the problems persist i'm not really sure what song i'm gonna put on the playlist because i like a lot of them um but i would recommend 
checking out rationale. If you are, um, I don't know, looking for a new band. I mean, they're, they're not new names, uh, but it's a, it's a pretty cool mixture of a lot of people that I like in that genre. And I've been enjoying listening to them. Nice. Well, um, Chris, uh, one thing we forgot to talk about, but I guess it's perfect to talk about it. Kendrick Lamar put out his first lead single in like six years or something like that. The heart part five, the song not going to put it on the playlist because it will just, it's a downer. Don't need it in the summer. Just don't need it. This is winter music that Kendrick's putting out, but the video, Chris, yeah. uh, he turns into a bunch of different people. <laughs> what did you think of Kendrick Lamar turning into uh, Will Smith? <laughs> the word I used was unsettling. It it was unsettling to see, like, I don't know, like the way they did it, it was subtle enough that like sometimes when his visual, like his appearance changed, like it took you a second and then you're like, oh, that's, oh my God, that's Will Smith. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know. I don't like how it snuck up on me. Um, It was a little bit strange. Yeah. The way that I was watching it was like, I was like, oh, okay. So the song starts, the video starts and I'm like, all right, so we're going to get Kendrick doing slam poetry over a beat like that's whatever not my favorite Kendrick Lamar so I'm like that's fine so I'm on my phone and I'm looking up and I'm like oh my god is that Kobe Bryant what the what is happening so I'm looking at my phone I look up and it's like there's Nipsey I just was completely thrown by the video because I didn't know all of a sudden like what I was watching it was just like whoa so whoever put this video together like shouts to you because like you're going to have people talking about this for like an entire week. And that's something that's very hard to do in this day and age. But like, I just was like, what the, I, I didn't know what I was watching yeah. when I was like checking it out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, a song I am going to put on the playlist, uh, Jack Harlow put out his new album, uh, come home. The kids miss you. And there is a song called movie star with Pharrell. And it is super good. Shouts to Pharrell for just showing up in our lives and just being like, I'm the best at this because he did it on the Pusha T album. He shows up on this Jack Harlow album and it's just like classic Pharrell. You know, as soon as it comes on, who produced it? And the song's amazing. Movie star Jack Harlow and Pharrell and is incredible. And there's a beat change with like 40 seconds left and it's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Did you see Jack Harlow and and Drake get interviewed at the Kentucky Derby? (laughs) It was yes. like, I was super uncomfortable the entire time that was happening. Me too. A lot of alcohol consumed. I yeah. can tell. <laughs> like Jack Harlow was like way too like into a certain vibe. And then like Drake just snuck into the interview and I don't know, the announcers obviously weren't ready for it. And no. And then they were like cut away and Drake got pissed. He got Drake, like got legitimately mad that they were cutting away because they had to go like, I don't know, broadcast the horse race. Like He was really <laughs> mad about it. Um, I was, I was very uncomfortable for that entire thing. Um, Hey, it's 2022 and simple plan put out an album. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And the album's called harder than it looks. Uh, <laughs> It's actually good. Like I've, I've enjoyed it. Uh, this is another one. I don't know exactly what I'm, what I'm going to put on the playlist. I'll put something on there. Um, there are some, I mean, it, it's simple plan. So it's obviously going to be a little bit familiar if you have ever listened to them. Um, there's also some familiar cameos like Derek Wimbley from some 41 is on one of the songs. Uh, but yeah, harder than it looks brand new album from simple plan. Uh, Pop punk is not dead. I don't care what people tell you. Well, I mean, it's definitely not dead now. It's fully back. Like, holy crap. Yeah. And this song that I'm putting on the playlist lets you know that it's fully back. Youngblood and Willow Smith have a song called Memories. Mm. Super good. And yeah, pop punk, not dead. Not dead at all. It is fully back. The kids are bringing it back, Chris. This is, you have to be so happy to be raising two kids during the (laughs) pop punk revolution (laughs) in the 20s i'll tell you what man yeah in the 20s that makes me feel old (laughs) i remember when like the pop punk scene faded after kind of like at the tail end of college and i remember i remember conversations saying how legitimately i was upset i was because i was like it's never coming back it is it's absolutely never coming back and here we are everything comes back that's right um all right. The last one I have, I'm just picking 
one off the list. I got a bunch of songs I've been listening to that are new to me. Uh, the band Next Attempt. I'm putting it on because I like the title. Uh, You're Wrong and I'm Drunk. Beautiful. Yeah, I feel like that speaks to uh, a lot of conversations that we and listeners maybe had 10 to 15 years ago. Um, Dude, you're wrong and I'm drunk. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, Wale just put out, uh, actually re-put out his album, More About Nothing. Well, mixtape, More About Nothing, that is now on streaming services because, I, I mean, it was, it's so wild to me how like all of those like mixtapes that came out late 2000s, like in the 2010s and how they were just free. They just put them out and toured. (laughs) And now all of those albums, which had to like sample clearances and all these things, you got to pay for it and get them on streaming service because everyone gets paid for streams and stuff like that. And now these albums are all showing up and more about nothing is on there. And it just makes me so happy. And friends and strangers sounds just as good as it did back then. The MC sounds just as good as it did back then. And it just makes me so happy when I just listen to music that I liked and it aged well. Cause some music doesn't age well. That's doesn't true. age well at all. That's and true. Um, sometimes for words, sometimes for sounds, but it just doesn't age well. But this sounds just as good as anything. So, um, but yeah, check out more about nothing, but friends and strangers. Uh, yeah, that's my jam. Still sounds good. Nice. I like that. And uh, I, the other day, at some point last week, I was asking people for a pick me up on Instagram and I, you dropped that into my pick me up and, and, it was a pick me up. I was happy to hear about that, dude. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Anytime I can pick you up, I'm always there. Well, I guess always the Wale technically picked me up, but yeah, it wasn't me. Fully, fully Wale, <laughs> not by me at all. <laughs> I have nothing to do with more about nothing. It's all Wale and Jerry Seinfeld. There you go. <laughs> well, Chris, that is the brunch breakdown. Any final thoughts, my guy? Um, I don't know, man. We're uh, we're approaching Dan's wedding, and that yes. sure is something. I will be seeing you soon, which will be fun. We'll find out if he's actually going to be on the pod next week. Um, if he's not, I think we should have a real conversation about like if he should be included in this podcast moving forward because Ooh. he's really missing a lot of episodes lately. Ooh. And, you know, yeah. H- how many absences can you have until you get held back a grade? You know, that's a good point. That is a solid point. So Something if he's not here it. next week, we're going to have a problem. Yeah. We'll have yeah. a problem because maybe we'll have Shannon on to talk about it. Maybe Shannon doesn't want him on the pod either. Talk about that. Uh, drama yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that's the brunch breakdown we're out